Final hour of the show. I almost said segment. Not quite there yet. BetMGM tonight. Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick. Coming up, we're going to preview more of the NBA draft, which is tomorrow night. Can't wait. 8 p.m. We're going to be here live betting the draft. If Brandon Miller goes number two, we're going to be really, really happy. I'm going to be really happy. Uh, you're going to be really happy because that's not who you wanted at number three. You want Scoot Henderson. Can I tell you a secret? Yes, can you I can. Can I tell you a secret? I won't bet that. Uh, Why? I won't bet the, the yeah, because I don't want to, I want to emotionally hedge, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. part of me feels like betting the opposite and not really caring, because yeah. what I really want is Scoot. Actually, I think I'm going to do that. I have a free bet for $200, and I think I'm going to put it on Scoot to go to. And if I lose, then it's a free bet, and I get who I want, and Damian Lillard gets traded probably. And if it doesn't, uh, then I win, what, $440. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah? That's what I'm going to do. It's not a bad idea. If you... Now, if, if I lose this bet, you know I'm going to be really pissed off, and I'm leaving, and you got to do the, so, the show If Chicago solo, had the third overall pick and Charlotte had the two, and this was the same situation, would you be in the same spot as me emotionally? Or no? I would take either. I would take no, either No, I mean, guy. like, would you be in the same spot about, like, say you really wanted oh, Scoot at three? Oh, yeah. Would you bet that market, or would you stay away? I'd probably stay away. That's kind of how I'm feeling. Like, I can't. I would just stay away. I don't want to bet it because I feel like whatever I do is going to influence what happens. You think you have that kind of power, huh? We know that I do. We, we, I mean, how, how many times have we seen the power of the mush? Yeah, you're right, actually. You're starting to scare me a little bit. That's why I'm not going to bet it. And I predict I have it. stayed it away. Yeah. Stayed it away. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you. Stayed it yeah. away. You're, you're messing with Texan. me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Texting. Texting. You just don't hear her very well. I don't hear I her. Hear, I hear people in Portland have terrible ears. Plus, I, I don't hear plus her. Plus, you have no class because you don't come well. from the Midwest. So Actually, you, don't, you don't have an accent. Like, how does that make you feel? Here. Like, you don't even have an accent. Like, people are like, you sound too Chicago, but at least I, like, have something. You have nothing. Like, you have nothing. Like, you're, you're, <laughs> like you don't come from a real city. What I have is the ability to work in any market and blend in like a chameleon. <laughs> I'm doing a national show. I'm just Worked messing with you. I'm, I'm just messing that, with you. Yeah. Uh, what I have is nothing. You're right. No culture. My mom is from Duluth, Minnesota, though. So she's technically a Midwesterner mm. and also superior Wisconsin. I actually find your accent quite charming. Good. That's why I make fun of it is because I'm kind of jealous. Mm. Did you know that? No. You didn't know that? No. You thought I was just literally just just mocking you just because? I don't know. Sometimes I don't even pay attention, to be honest. But now is my time to shine, damn it, because I finally get to talk football no more basketball. Let's go! Talk for at least 15 minutes here. And we're going to talk some Heisman Trophy odds because right, the market is moving all over the place. And I got a couple. Talk um, it. This isn't my favorite market to bet, but we got a couple here. So Jordan why Travis not? is... Why is my favorite market not the Heisman market? Yeah, why do you not like Because it's just so volatile? Yeah, because it's so volatile. I mean, last year, Max Duggan was a Heisman finalist. He wasn't even the starting quarterback week one for TCU. A couple of years ago, who knew Joe Burrow was going to be a finalist, let alone you know put together a record-breaking season for LSU? We did bet that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's tough. And, like, if you wait, you could get better prices, like, rather than betting it preseason. Like, right now, for example, Caleb Williams to repeat – He's plus 500. I don't really want to bet Caleb Williams, but I could easily see Caleb Williams repeating, even though it hasn't been done forever, just because he's going to put up numbers. They're bringing back a bunch of talent at USC. He loses guys. Like, he loses Jordan Addison, but you got Lincoln. I mean, they're, they're going to be money there. Uh, I like Jordan Travis, so that was 10-1. to 1. It's back up to 12-1, to 1, so I'd play that right now. Jordan Travis, plus 1,200. I still liked him at 10-1. to 1. They bring back eight starters. 
uh, on the offensive side of the ball at Florida State. They were 16th in the nation in scoring last year. They averaged 36 points per game, 10th in total offense, 484 yards per game, and I think they're going to be even better. Also, you have a really good quarterback, and they're bringing back all five offensive linemen. They probably have the best offensive line in the entire nation, Florida State does. And Travis, last year was kind of insane because he didn't look very good those first couple of years. He threw 25 touchdown passes and only threw five picks. I haven't seen a jump like that in forever. And you have Johnny Wilson at wide receiver. He's six foot seven, caught 45 balls last year and had a couple touchdowns. His problem is drops, but uh, I think he'll have a bounce back year. You have Trey Benson back at the running back position, rushed for 990 yards last year and nine touchdowns, six yards per carry, but could also catch the ball out of the backfield. Everybody's hyping up Florida State. You look at their schedule. I mean, LSU scares me, obviously, week one. But defensively, they don't scare me a whole lot. He's going to put up numbers. I bet the over in that game. Other than that, it's really only Clemson that scares me for Florida State on that schedule. Uh, so I think he's going to put up big numbers, and I like the price, 12-1. to 1. I took a flyer on Marvin Harrison Jr. at 25-1 to 1 just because. So it's usually a quarterback, right? Yeah. Um, Caleb Williams last year, Bryce Young the year before that. was the last time it was that. not a quarterback? 2020, it was Devontae Smith. Oh, yeah. Put yeah. together that ridiculous season for Alabama, another wide receiver. But before that, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, 2015, Derrick Henry. So since 2015, there's only been two non-quarterbacks to win the award. And you have to have a pretty ridiculous season. It's Devontae Smith and it's Derrick Henry, probably the best back we've seen come out of the draft in the last, like, eight years. Um because really, like what the voters are looking for, you need to win double-digit games. Usually, you got to be on a ten-win team. You got to put together ridiculous stats, obviously. And I could see Marvin Harrison Jr. doing that because Ohio State, even though they lose C.J. Stroud, I think they'll be fine at the quarterback position. He was a redshirt junior in 2022, and he had 77 receptions, over a thousand yards receiving, and 14 touchdowns. He was first in the Big Ten, fourth in all of college football. I think he could put together better numbers than that. You know, coming back yeah. this year, even without C.J. Stroud, because you have Kyle McCord, who I do like, uh, taking over at the quarterback position. And, like, you know that – so Ryan Day is going to feel the pressure this year. They've lost to Michigan two straight years. And I think that people, like, expect this drop-off from Ohio State. I think there's really three top-heavy teams in the Big Ten. It's Michigan, it's Ohio State, and then it's Penn State. I wouldn't be shocked if Penn State was able to win the Big Ten. I like Wisconsin. Um, but I just don't think that they're a nat I don't think they're like a college football playoff contender this year. Right. So I don't really think there's going to be a huge drop off without Stroud moving on to McCord. And twenty five to one is a really nice price. Um, you know, if you were to do it, he'd be the only the second wide receiver since two thousand to do it. That's the only scary thing. And that was Devonte Smith who won it in two thousand and twenty. That year he had one hundred and seventeen receptions, eighteen hundred yards, and twenty three touchdowns. So that's kind of the numbers that you have to put up. And that's the scary thing if you are playing a wide receiver. That's why the price is 25 to 1. So I'm going to go, uh, or I went with, I should say, Jordan Travis, 12 to 1. Mm -hmm. Marvin Harrison, 25 to 1. And I also like Michael Penix Jr., plus 1,400, 14 to 1. Washington last year. Uh, he started off very hot. He was awesome. I mean, and they were the best offense in the Pac 12. I think they have a shot to win the Pac 12 this year. They have a strong running game. For him, he just has to stay healthy. His first three years at Indiana, he couldn't stay on the field. And then last year, he put up ridiculous numbers because Kalen DeBoer allows you to push the ball down the field. I think what really would help his case um, is if he uses his legs a little bit more. Like, if we could get 550 to 700 rushing yards, he puts up identical numbers that he did through the year. He stays healthy for the entire season. 
I think Washington's a lock to win at least 10 games. Their win total's over 9.5 this year. Yeah. If they win the Pac-12, I think he gets a look, You know, even if Caleb Williams puts up similar numbers that he did. The last one I would play right now is 80-1, to 1, and it's a running back. Again, the last time we saw this, 2015, it was Derrick Henry. I would go Braylon Allen, um, especially if you're as high on Wisconsin as I am. I think Wisconsin, at worst, I said today, 11-1 and one is my prediction. I think they only lose to Ohio State, and I think their basement is 10-2. and two. I can't find another loss. You get Iowa at home. You know, that's your biggest game in the West. Maybe they, maybe they get upset at Camp Randall. I don't know. But if they win 10 games and Braylon Allen's able to put up the same numbers that he did two years ago, like even if you load the box, he had over 900 rushing yards. He's great after first contact. I could see them maybe using him a little bit more in the passing game. You know, right. now that you actually have a passing game, um, and 80 to one's a really nice price for a Wisconsin running back. They have a really good offensive line. They always do. And again, like we, it's nothing that we haven't seen before 2015. It's been a long time, but that's the way that I would go. So at quarterback, I would go Jordan Travis, 12 to one, Michael Penix, Jr. 14 to one wide receiver, Marvin Harrison, Jr. 25 to one Braylon Allen, 80 to one. And then like my hopes for Caleb Williams are USC, Cupcake scheduled to start the season, some blowout games. Maybe he only plays a half, throws like three touchdown passes. You know, in the first half has like six touchdown passes going into week three, and we could get a better number than five to one. Because I think like he could be the first person to do it in a long time since who Archie Griffin to repeat as Heisman uh, Trophy winner. So I don't hate Caleb Williams as a play, but I just don't want to bet it at plus 500. And that's why I don't really love this market. Because like if you look at the leaderboard, all the guys you want to bet, you're not going to get great prices with. Jordan Travis, 12 to one. Drake Mays, 14 to one. Yeah, I was wondering what you thought about that. So I do like that. But the problem is, again, you got to win, you know, 10 games. And I don't know if North Carolina is going to be able to do that this year. ACC gets a little bit better. They don't have the toughest schedule, but their defense is brutal. Yeah. And I don't think they get any better. They only bring back five starters on the defensive side of the ball. But I think Drake May is going to put up big numbers. He might he might even end up being the number one overall quarterback taken in the draft. He might be the number one pick over Caleb Williams. He's six foot five. Caleb Williams is only six foot one. Um, some people have him on the board over Caleb Williams. I would take Caleb Williams over Drake May. I don't hate the price. I just I could see Carolina being a seven win football team. That's so what I was wondering about as well. That's why I would stay away from that one. Quinn Ewers is a really popular pick. His numbers are moving. He's all the way down to 11-1. to 1. Texas is the most talented team in the Would in you the do anything there? I wouldn't. Um, Just because you don't like the price? Yeah, I would want a better price. And I want to see him actually stay I don't actually. Yeah, I don't actually know if I believe in Quinn Ewers. Like, yet. Like, what if he struggles to start? And what if you end up getting Arch in there? Yeah, I mean, you got Arch Manning. Like, they're so loaded at every single position. And that's the other thing. They lose Bijan Robinson. They might be like a better rushing offense this year, as crazy as that sounds. They don't have a weakness on that entire team. So I would want a better price for Quinn Ewers. I haven't seen enough, but um, I think Texas is going to be really good this year, and I wouldn't be surprised if they won the national title. Sam Hartman's 14-1. to 1. What I like about Sam Hartman, if you want to bet that market, is he's not the tallest quarterback, and you watch that offense at Wake Forest. It's all the RPO stuff, and he never throws from a clean pocket. He's only six foot tall. At Notre Dame, I mean, they're going to have a really good offensive line this year. I don't really love the weapons at wide receiver. I like them more than I did last year. And you lose Tommy Reese. I don't really love the play caller. I mean, they hire from within, the tight ends coach. I would want a better number than 14-1 to for Sam Hartman. Also, that's a really tough schedule for Notre Dame this year which is why their win total opened up at nine and then dropped to eight and a half. I mean, just a lot of tough matchups. You get USC. Um, so I'd probably – you get Ohio State. So I don't know that I would play 14-1. to one. 
I would probably actually rather play Bo Nix at 12 to 1. I like all the Pac 12 quarterbacks this year. Penix, I like. Caleb, I love. And then I like we're Bo Nix. We're not getting Bo Nix. Bo Nix isn't winning the Heisman. Hey, he's coming back for one reason and one reason only to lose games and throw picks? No, to win a national championship. You to know win a that Pac-12 Oregon's championship. not win. If, if Oregon wins their very first national championship with Bo Nix, I will shave my head. How about that? Ponix was awesome last year, though. If I, I mean, so was Justin Herbert, so was Marcus Mariota, so was Darren Thomas, so was Jeremiah Masoli. And you know what? We didn't win the national title in those games. And you know why? It's not really about the quarterback position. It's yeah. all done in the trenches. We know how you know Oregon likes to play. The defensive linemen are typically undersized. They get bullied uh, by larger O linemen for teams like. Any SEC team, any Big Ten team, pretty much. So I think the only team we beat in the Rose Bowl that was from the Big Ten was Wisconsin with Russell uh, Wilson. It was the Russell Wilson year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't claim him. He was NC State. Yeah. Two dudes that got bet the hell out of today that I wouldn't play right now, but I would have if you would have asked me yesterday. Jaden Daniels went from 18 to 1 just well, last night. He's actually all the way down now to uh, 11 to 1, which does make sense. Uh, and then also. Moving today was let me check really quickly here. Cade Klubnick went from twenty two to one down to twenty to one. Um, I don't love the wide receivers at Clemson. Like if you go back, you watch the spring game. I feel I don't know. I like Cade Klubnick. I like Clemson, but I don't know if he's going to put up you know fifty two touchdown passes, over five thousand yards, ridiculous numbers like that. But I think Jaden Daniels could uh, eighteen to eleven or eight plus eighteen hundred down to eleven to one though is just a crazy jump. You look at it last year. I didn't love him at Arizona State, but, man, Brian Kelly did an awesome job year one. He completed 68% of his passes, 17 touchdowns to just three picks, and he also had 865 rushing yards and scored 11 touchdowns, both career highs. I mean, if he goes over 1,000 yards rushing, which he could do if he stays healthy and plays all 12 games, and he could throw more than 17 touchdown passes, keeps that touchdown-to-interception ratio, throws for over 3,000, 4,000 yards, I think that that's a really good bet. I would want it closer to like 14 to 1. I wouldn't play it at 11 to 1, like I said. But I think that LSU is a college football playoff team this year. I think they beat Florida State week one. I think that's a, a really big possibility. Plus 450 for them to make the playoff. They don't have to win the a, national title just to get in. I think that's, that's kind of like a must bet, don't you? I do. Plus 450, I love. If I didn't have to tie up my money, I hate tying up my money. Well, you got to shop around. Yeah. You got to shop around. Sometimes he's... These offshores, you don't have to put any money up first up. Yeah. That's what Ryan does. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, only sometimes. See, I, but I would go Jaden Daniels over Klubnik, even though I like Clemson so much. I just, I need to see more from Klubnik. Like last year, yeah, he's a five-star, but he completed 30 of 54 passes for 320 yards, two touchdowns, and rushed for 51 yards and a touchdown. Like, that's, I, that's not a big enough sample size for me, to, like you said, to tie up money for the next four to five months. So, yeah. That's why uh, we'll be rooting for Jordan Travis, Michael Penix Jr., Marvin Harrison Jr., and then really small Braylon Allen, Wisconsin running back, 80-1. to 1, Great price. We'll take a quick break. We're going to preview the NBA draft up next. Bet MGM tonight.